0: Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this, hey Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better, yeah. Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones and I am your host. I am a certified life and relationship coach, an engineer, a mental health advocate. And today, we're going to talk about being hurt, right? Who can identify with being hurt? Um, The title of the show is The Only Thing Worse Than Hurt is Rehurt. I'm coining that phrase, rehurt. That word, rehurt. I invented that word, so um, don't use it. No, I'm joking. So we all know what pain feels like, and there's a lot of us out here who keep revisiting the same pain over and over again from the same person, and we're a glutton for punishment. And this is what I call rehurt, because we don't detach from it, even though we know it's toxic to us. We keep going and getting more. And sometimes it's because we're used to it. Sometimes we don't know any better. It's a lot of different, you know, reasons why. So I have a few bullet points I want to touch tonight. It's not all of them because we can go down and we can make a novel out of this. But I'm going to touch on some key things that I identified that I know a lot of people will connect to. So bullet point number one, I'm calling... This is the remix. And a lot of times, you know, when you have a song and somebody remixes the song. And we think that that remix, since it's a remix, is supposed to be better. But sometimes the remix is worse. Right. And when we go through these relationships and we break up or somebody hurts us really bad, we think if we give it some space and we let them back in, the remix is going to be better than the original pain. Right. But it's a lot of times it's not. And there's reasons for that. So, you know, I have been a lot of people, you know, that's listening that we've been in this situation where we thought that we'd be okay. If we take that person back, we thought we'd be okay. If we revisit that ex not because we know that they're better, but because some time has passed. And maybe we're keeping hope alive. That things will be the way that you want them to be. Right. In a lot of cases, it ends up not being anything near what it was because it was hurtful before. It's like times two. So you got to revisit it. Keep revisiting it over and over again. And so. You guys got to think about this because I, you know, I go, I peel back layers. So stand by, don't leave. We're going to peel the layers back and we're going to really look at what this means to you because we're always talking about, they hurt me, bad people, they hurt me. And then you revisit and they hurt you again and you say, see, they keep hurting me. So we're going to go to bullet point number two. Bullet point number two is it's not about them. It's about you. So when you invite the person back for a second rehashing of that pain, and here's here's the qualifier. Sometimes you can revisit someone and it's better than before. Right. But there's things that have to be in place in order for you to ensure that. Right. And we go. That's the next bullet point. But right now we got to talk about your part to play in this. You are the master of your personal space. No one else is. That's your personal space. So whatever you allow into your personal space. That's a you problem. If someone hurt you before and you made an accidental, I let them in my personal space for five years, two months, whatever, damn it, I made a mistake. When you reinvite them back into your personal space, knowing that it's a source of toxicity and pain for you, it's not about them anymore. You got to take the time to realize what your boundaries are and the self-worth that you have for yourself should be stronger than your need to do the the remix (laughs) of a broken ass record. (laughs) You don't want to do that. Y'all know how that feels. And we have to start identifying that when someone hurts us like this, over and over and over again, it starts to become less about them and more about you. Because you have to think about this. I made, let's do, let's do an analogy. Y'all know how my, how my mind works. If you, if somebody attacks you and they slice your arm with a knife and the blood starts squirting out, right? You gotta go get that thing handled and you get stitches and do whatever you need to do to get it done, right? Now you gotta let it heal. But what we tend to do is we just don't invite that person who cut us back. We let them cut that same cut. (laughs) Not a different part of your body. The same one. And they keep doing the same one. And it's like we don't because we're so emotionally centered because we're so broken by the original pain. We don't even realize that that's the same. It's the same cut. And you do most of the time, like we know what it feels like to be hurt. So then you got to ask yourself, why? Why am I allowing myself to be cut in the same place over and over again? Doesn't mean you won't ever get cut in life again, but the same one. Mm. It will never heal. It will never heal. As long as you keep inviting That person to come and cut the same, cutting through the stitches. It's not even healed yet. Cutting through the stitches. You got to look at it like that. And if you don't, you're setting yourself up for a world of hurt. And I've been there. I've been on both sides of the fence. I'm not going to lie. Because those of you who follow my show, I used to be Billy. So I've been the herter and the hertee. And we need to really start identifying and admitting which one we are. And <laughs> there's a comment. Um, I'm going to mess your name up. Nika, I think that's how you pronounce your name. Tell me if I butchered it or not. She says, get cut and then we blame the knife instead of the person or ourselves. Exactly. We want to cast blame so that we don't have to do the work. And it's counterproductive to your growth. We got to look inside. We have to look inside because, yeah, we can say evil people, evil people are out in the world. But you control what comes to you. So then you have to say, is the reason why I keep accepting this treatment because something's broken in me? Got to think about that. You gotta think about that. If something is broken in you, then the evil has a pathway to come in with no locks, no chains, nothing. Just come on in and do it again. You gotta think about this, guys. And we're gonna peel back a couple little other things too, because y'all know I don't like to leave y'all hanging. I wanna I really want you guys to feel this. Especially if you've ever been hurt. In a relationship, which should be like mostly all of (laughs) y'all, it's a sad truth. You ever been hurt by the same person over and over again? And how does that feel? And there's, there's a point where something has to happen for you to feel like you've had enough. And there's a strength that you have to have in order for you to break away from it because it starts to become a habit. And even if you break away from it, you still need the healing process because you are destined to repeat history. And to Nika's point, when we go out and we start to date again and we haven't healed, then you're meeting the same guy, you're meeting the same woman, and you're going to say, they're bad. It's not me, it's them. You can't change bad, but you can change you. I need y'all put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> you can't change the bad people. If they're inherently bad people, but you can't change you. You are the common denominator. I know y'all hear me talk about this all the time. If you're already damaged, why put yourself in the path to be damaged 10 times over more? Because once you allow the re of yourself to continue. Who are you on the other side of it? Are you even still yourself? Or are you a shell of who you used to be? And that shell is that shell of you. That hasn't healed. Capable of even going out on a date with somebody successfully. Is that fair to the person that should be. The one for you. You have to think about You got to think about the future. Not just today. If and when you meet this person that's supposed to be with you. Are you projecting out the energy that's going to be meant to attract them? Are you leading with your trauma? Because you allowed that same person to keep doing that. And multiple persons to keep doing that. Sometimes y'all be letting multiple people do it at the same time. Let's be clear. Who are you on the other side of that? And is that person capable of finding love? If it knocked on your door, would you be ready for it? Because we can have a conversation about ain't no good men, ain't no good women, nobody's out here. But what if somebody comes along? Are you prepared to receive them? Are you living in that traumatic, hurt state? And like we always talk about, you may need some help to sort through it. It's not a bad thing. We all need that. But are you prepared to receive that person? Right? You think about, think about your life. Those of us that are, you know, not 18 or 19. Think about your life and how many potential people that probably could have been something special to you, but the wires got crossed. Timing is off. Something happened. Maybe you hurt that. Maybe you was a Susie. And you hurt that man. Maybe you was a Billy and you hurt that woman. Now you spend the rest of your life chasing after a dream. And you and you was the one that destroyed it. I need y'all to catch that. That's a life lesson. And then you'll say, well, I'm going to just be by myself. Because ain't nobody out here for me. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Gotta lead with that energy before you can receive what's, to, what's supposed to be for you. So think about that. I'm gonna talk about one type of person that does this though. That's do that's doing the hurting. Y'all, y'all, y'all familiar with this term ghosting, right? And what that means. And the person disappearing and you don't know what's going on, blah blah blah, right? Think about this. If you ever been ghosted. Have you ever been re-ghosted, though? (laughs) Because that right there. If you've ever been re-ghosted, raise your hand. People do it all the time. Is that a function of the ghoster? Or does that really tell more about who you are? Right? And let me give you like a little 30 second of what a re-ghoster is. The ghoster is a person that. Comes in your life. Spends some time with you. For whatever reason. They don't want to give you the closure. And say it's not working. So they disappear and hope you get it. Figure it out on your own. I'm not calling you. But what happens in practice. Especially if you're dating within your same you know, town. Or your region. You may bump into this person again. And then you remember how how those initial feels felt. And you be like what happened? Then you let them back in. And then they do the same thing again. And they ghost you a second time. And a third time. Who's the problem? (laughs) And I know there's a lot of you out there. Who have been re-ghosted. Glutton for punishment. It ain't that good. And y'all know what I'm talking about? It ain't that good that you that along with it comes pain and punishment. It ain't that good. Those little feelings that you had because you went out on two dates. It ain't that good. Not if you hurting and crying on the other side of it. Stop it. <laughs> take it from a take it from a ex Billy. That re-ghost thing is serious as hell. And it plays on you being a. Emo- I I always talk about these two words. Emotionally weak is where the predators play. So if you know you ain't ready, don't put yourself out there. It's a playground for ghosters. There's some people out here, that's what they do. They get they feel and they ghost, 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 ghost. Cause they're addicted to the high of that initial contact and they don't feel like they owe you an explanation. So they go and, and then if you come back around or they hit you with the good morning text or the what you doing text after like four weeks or something like that. And you say, Hey, you just opened the, the door back up to be ghosted again. Is it common sense? Yes. But emotionally broken Common sense goes out the window. So now he or she isn't hurting you. You are re hurting yourself. You're doing it now. You are the driver, not them. You can't expect a lion not to eat a steak when you threw it at him. Because that's what you're doing hey, predator, don't come over here, but here's some steak. Need y'all to catch that and feel that. That's what you do when you put yourself in that situation. It's cute. Because they come back in your life and you're like, oh, maybe it'll work this time. The last um, <laughs> the last bullet point is going to explain why. The why. The last bullet point When you take this person back, when you allow them to come back in your life, there are instances where this can work. But the only way that it can work is that there are consequences. You know, we tell this to little kids, right? So I tell my little, my little daughter. You can say, I'm sorry. Cool. There's consequences to your actions, and you do not get rewarded for bad re- behavior. Right? We tell this to our kids all the time. I'm not gonna reward you for bad behavior, it's consequences for your actions. So if you don't have any consequences because you keep letting them keep coming back in your life, who's the problem? If you give someone consequences, And then they have to follow up the I'm sorry with things and actions that you put in place. If they adhere to your, then maybe you can let them back in and see what happens because they're showing you consistency. And what y'all do, what people do, because we all are not fit and we need somebody there. Damn the consequences. I just need them there. Come on back. See what happens. Let me throw this line at stake and see if he don't bite me twice. The stake is you and you're going to keep getting bitten. You got to love you more than that pain. Because sometimes we get so used to the pain that we look for it. Because that's our validation that we're feeling something. Catch that. You gotta learn to not like feeling like that. You gotta learn to hate it. I hate being hurt so much that if I see this person again, I don't care what they say, I gotta love me. A lot of us are guilty of re-hurting ourselves because we think hope. (laughs) This mythical thing called hope. We have hope that this person will magically change with no consequences. Y'all know how this goes. It's an elementary idea. Like I said, we do it with our kids. You're not gonna just let you keep doing the same thing without a consequence. Or you won't learn. They need to learn. These people need to learn that you're not that place that they can come to hurt again you will not be allowed in my personal space again. And they got to feel that coming out your pores. And let's say you're not strong enough to do that. Then you really need to not even be out there anyway. Dealing with this, you know, even in the place where this person is or whether they can find, don't, don't allow them access then. Nobody telling you don't go out again, don't do whatever. If you bump into them again, the whole point of a re-ghoster or a reherder is they're going to tell you what you want to hear, and it's going to feel good because you haven't had anybody there, and you're like, Oh my god, maybe it'll work this time. There's still no consequences, there's still no consistency of action, and they get right back in where they left off. Maybe it's gonna work again this time, and then they disappear again, or they do some other dumb something dumb to hurt you. They don't, a lot of times, they don't hurt you in a different way. They hurt you the same way. Ouch. Remember that knife I talked about? They cutting that same cut. They cutting through the stitches. Forget your healing. We're going to go back in for a double take. Is it sadistic on the side of the person that's doing it? Sure. But you control who comes in here. You control this. This That's what I keep trying to tell y'all. If you're strong, male or female, if you're strong enough to have checks and balances who comes in here, you will have a better success rate. There's no nothing perfect, but you will have a better success rate when you control this. When you don't have any boundaries, when there's no consequences for bad behavior, you are the guilty party. It's hard to hear. You are the one hurting yourself. We do it all the time. It's this right here. Be warm and fuzzy all up in here. It's been so long since someone held me before and uh, I want it again. Okay, cool. He just hurt you two months ago though. There's no consistency of action. There's no consequence. you get to come right back, is that easy? Is it that easy? Ask yourself that question. Is it really that easy for him to come back? All he did was text me with two letters GM. And I fell. For, he's checking for me. He must really miss me. <laughs> Let me see some of these comments. Hey, everybody coming in. Cameron says, perfect timing. Just got a message from a person that has ghosted me like three weeks ago. Started to reply. and Then I said, nah, he not ready for what I want. That's what we got to do. Let's do, let's, let's use, let's use Cameron today. <laughs> y'all know, we're not, let me tell y'all, Let I me. Mean, everybody's listening on the audio. This is supposed to be a short show tonight. And y'all, y'all be coming through because I think whatever, for whatever it is, Certain comments, like the one Cameron did, they come in at the right time because somebody else needs to hear this too, and I'm here for it, guys. I'm here for y'all. Um. So this is what this is what, and and, and I'm a, um. Erica says check it for some supply. This is what I talked about. Well, not on the podcast, but I also... We'll talk about where y'all fall. I do other stuff too. But I talked about this on another live that I did. And about narcissistic supply. That person needs to be fed. He needs that easy route and he needs to feel... He needs to feel like he the man. Or she's the woman. So they're going to come back to the lowest hanging fruit. Remember, you got ghosted. So they're, they're assuming... That you ain't got nothing else going on. So now, if you sitting at home worrying about closure. Oh, that's a whole nother show. (laughs) If y'all sitting at home worrying about closure. All he has to do is come back in and say, hey. And you like closure. Let me see what's going on. Stop. Who has the power over you? Him or you? Think about it. The act of a ghost, when somebody does that, it's a gift from God that is your closure. Let it go. Let it go. Take it from an expert. A ghoster don't give a damn about how you feel. A ghoster wants to get that feel so that they can feel good and then they can leave again. And that person will play on your emotions. Not because they know how you are. This is, we're going to give y'all what I like to call Predator 101. (laughs) The one constant, if I'm a guy, the one constant amongst most women is that You are an emotional creature. Men are too, but it looks different. Y'all like to hear things. You like compliments, right? And when a man knows that, we're gonna lead with, I miss you. How have you been? Good morning. It sounds endearing, even from someone who ghosted you. If you are in a place where you are not emotionally strong, you will take the bait. That's the whole point, it's a test. And this is something that I have had to tell women for years. And I'm saying women because these are the, y'all the ones that show up. (laughs) I got some lessons for guys too, but because of y'all are showing up, I'm gonna talk about you a little bit. This is a key point that you don't get when it comes to somebody who's trying to get you back again. When that person says good morning, Even if your reply says, leave me the hell alone. Don't ever contact me again. It's still a response. You think you're shooing them away. It's still a response. And the longer you keep responding, you're reacting to them. I need you to catch it. The only reason for you to continually react to them is because there's something there. Maybe you needed closure. It's something that's making you have to respond. When you could have blocked, when you could have ignored. You got to look inside and ask yourself. If that person ghosted me, why do I feel like I need to keep responding to them? You already got the closure and let's say in a mythical world you feel like you may want to go back and revisit cuz maybe the person has changed the burden of proof is on them consistent action there's consequences for you doing that we don't do that to them cuz there's there's several re- we're not going to have a ghosting show but there's several reasons why someone would do this right No matter what the reason is, it's still a ghost. (laughs) And you got to take that as a cue. And so, Cameron. That urge to reply is human. Most of us have that urge. But for you to stop yourself. Speaks to a strength that you still have. That protects you keep that and own that because that will keep them at bay you control your boundaries we can't keep pointing at these people that we allow back in it's a you problem you did that hurt you get a pass rehurt that's on you That's on you. As soon as you respond to that text, you could be like, kiss my ass. You responded. It's a nugget for the day. You responded. And let's say I texted you 10 more times and you said, kiss my ass 10 more times. It's a part of you that wants to stay connected to that drama. Stop it. It's a chink in your armor and predators smell that like steak. I need you to absorb this (laughs) because this is something that our emotions betray us on because we do want to be checked on. We do want someone to miss us, especially when we chilling and we by ourselves. Dang, he said he missed me. I wonder if he really does. There's no part of your brain that says, this is the person that ghosted me The hell. You're not doing that. So you're setting yourself up for the rehurt. And that rehurt just digs the knife even deeper. You what do you? Like I said at the beginning of the show, how many times you going to allow this to happen and who do you become on the other side of it? Right? This is where, you know, this is a source of where a lot of bitterness comes from. A lot of the, you know, men or women ain't shit. That's where this comes from. Because you, I'm gonna need you to catch this. That's gonna, that's gonna, you know, jab some of y'all in the ribs a little bit. Think about it like this. Let me read this. Let me read this comment from Erica. Anytime somebody sends me the "Hey Stranger" text out of the blue, I'm in a relationship, even if I'm not. You got to create those ba- those boundaries. So when, when somebody, when you allow yourself to be in that space. To get rehurt, you got to really dig deep. You got to really, really, really dig deep and figure out why you need to be to, to put yourself in a place to be revisited. I need you to think about this. Why would that person think or feel that it was okay or even possible? to try to come back in. And you gotta think about it like this. If they feel like it's possible to come back in and you respond, they win. Even if you give them the middle finger emoji, they still win. A response is a response. And I'm telling you this because I know this. (laughs) As sure as my skin is brown, even your negative response means nothing. That's an entryway. You may claim being strong. When you do that, you're still responding. And that is the path to the dark side. (laughs) You don't want to keep responding. Because then, even if you never see them again, there's a part of you that enjoys the drama. And you still got to check yourself. Are we kicking the Nino Brown ballistics tonight? I need for y'all to catch this because I because I may not know you, but I care about the fact that, that we are hurting each other. We are hurting each other. At an astronomical rate. And we need to stop it. Because here's the Billy Susie thing. I gonna always keep bringing him up. Let's say you let this guy. Rehurt you. Ladies. And let's say you meet another guy. And he does the same thing. When you finally put yourself. Into a relationship. It's not going to be fair. to the To the new guy. And you may end up. Putting yourself in a position. Where you may hurt the new guy. And you then inadvertently create someone who may do the same behavior that you were trying to avoid. And he becomes the ghoster. He is now Billy. You can save yourself a lot of heartache by creating boundaries. That doesn't mean you gotta be mean. Doesn't mean you gotta be indignant about it. But you can earn and garner respect. That's the key. Respect. Erica says most of most are bored going through their phone until somebody bites. The block button is a lifesaver. Yeah, we're gonna we absolutely doing that dating show on at the top of the year, um Erica. We gotta get together because Erica will break it down to the white meat too, ladies. So when I do the dating show, y'all need to be front and center if you single. Um cause we gonna really give y'all some real tips and some real tools in order t- for you to effectively date because the first knee jerk reaction is just to not date at all. I'm going to be good. I ain't going to never date nobody ever again in life because of how I was been treated. Think about it. Think about this whole conversation tonight, how I've been treated. Is it how you've been treated or is it what you've allowed to come into your personal space? I need you to catch it. I need you to catch it. Because predatory behavior looks for emotionally weak. You can be emotional, but emotionally weak is where they live. I need for that thing to go across your brain multiple times for the rest of your life. Emotionally weak is the entryway for a predator. you got to have consequences for bad behavior. Because nobody's perfect, right? We all screw up. We all, men, women, we all screw up. But the person that we're trying to make it back up with, we got to have consistent action, consistent behavior to earn our place back in there. If there's no restrictions to get back in, I have no reason to change. I have no re. You can say, well, you should know right from wrong. We talking about humans. <laughs> Standard rules don't apply. We can make good or bad decisions and maybe we make some bad decisions without bad intent. But the result is still pain. The result is still whatever. And you can be like, dang, I really hurt this person. And I could say to myself, Dang, let me make it up to her. Let me show her that I'm worthy to get back in because I'm the one that messed up, right? Or that person could say, and then the onus becomes your decision whether you're gonna allow them back unchanged. Then it becomes a you problem. And I know we got all these feelings and emotions and, ooh, let me just see, hope, hope, hope. There has to be actions and consequences. If you say, I'm not going to put up with this, if this happens again, you got to stand on that word. You got to stand on it. It's going to be tough. You got to stand on it. Tanya Brunson from Facebook says, I was part of that ghost BS over the summer that he recently resurfaced and explained himself for about two hours. I only listened because he sounded like he was in distress. Once again, you can listen. And, And. And I'm sure you didn't hopefully didn't indulge after that. You can listen to the story. And then you can also have boundaries to where you don't allow it back in again. Cause I'm going to tell you, yeah, Tanya, she said she put her foot down. So this, here's the thing guys. I'm trying to, I'm trying to measure my words. Here's the thing. If I was a person who ghosted or hurt you and I want to come back, you're a woman. So I'm not going to come back and be like, let me back. I'm going to appeal to the things that I know that most women have. Your nurturing side. Your caring side. You want to save a wounded bird. I I might even cry a little bit for you. Because he's hoping that that nurturer in you will care enough to feel sorry for me. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't call you back cuz my phone got ran over by a truck and I had to wait 2 weeks to get another one. Damn it. I've been trying to call you but I didn't have your number cuz it was it was it was in the phone and I didn't have it. But now my phone is working. Are you wh- what have you been up to? Rolls off the tongue real fast, right? And now you got to think now you start second guessing yourself, right? This the gaslighting part of it. Dang, well, maybe people's phones do get get drops every now and then. Maybe, maybe, maybe it did happen. <laughs> yeah. It's a line built every 30 seconds <laughs> to get back in. And it works. But it doesn't have to. Like I said, people can come back in and things could work out fantastic. But what did they have to do to earn their place back in your life? If the answer is, I just let them back in and I hope that everything will work better. that what they say, the proof is in the pudding. You know how these people, they hurt you, Right. Speaking from experience and people hurt you, right? And then you let them back in and they want you to forgive them in 24 hours. Why are you still talking about it? They want to tell you how to heal. Hurry up. That's not for you. That's for them. They want you to get over it so they can go back to feeling good about themselves. Cause they chilling now. I got back. I'm back on the couch. That could be a literal couch or a metaphorical one. Either way, they chilling. This your house right here. They are chilling in there. Because you let them back in the house. Alarm system didn't work that time, did it? Forgot to set the little code. (laughs) Think about it. You're just going to let somebody come through your yard and just open your door come in and it's cool. (laughs) Ain't you the same one that robbed me last time? Come on in. I got another TV. And like I always tell my daughter (laughs) every week, we make mistakes. But tomorrow's the opportunity for you to make better decisions. Don't beat yourself up about it do better you get more tools you get more information use them to your advantage so that you don't re hurt yourself nobody wants to have that much damage self-imposed damage and then you turn into something else and then you're no good for the person that's supposed to be with you and then you like man forget it i'm good by myself i don't care they all gonna hurt me so why even try If you've ever said that to yourself, you got to look at why you feel like that about every man or every woman. The only thing you should be afraid of, I need you to really hear my words on this. The only thing you should be afraid of is your reluctance to create boundaries. If you are reluctant to create boundaries, then yes, you should be scared of everyone that crosses your path. Think about it. Be scared of every, and there's it, and a lot of y'all out there that's afraid of everyone. If I let you talk to me or take me out, you will hurt me eventually, so I'm just going to take myself out off the market. But I would love to have somebody, though. It's double speak. That's the energy you lead with. You can say, well, I was out and I was smiling and I did everything I'm supposed to do. If you got to go through a regimen of what you're supposed to do, that's not who you are. That's who you're pretending to be. I need you. I'm I'm gonna lean back and I need y'all to catch that. If you got to go through a regimen, oh, I got to make sure I'm smiling. I got to make sure that I'm not coming off a certain way. You're not ready. You're forcing yourself to look phony for somebody. Might never ever heard it said this way, but that's what it is. And guess who notices that it's phony? Billy. And if you're new on here, you don't know who Billy is, I need you to go binge all the rest of the doggone podcast until you get real comfortable with Billy and Susie. Billy knows it's fake. It's like you just put a big red dot on your head and you're like, I'm faking it because I really want to be with someone. I'm smiling, so I want to seem like I'm appealing to you. It's phony. And those people who do that get played the quickest. Why? Let's bring it back because it shows emotional weakness sit on it let it marinate in your spirit a little bit why would you want someone to fall in love with a phony version of you it's a setup for disaster from jump right To be the organic version of you with boundaries, you should be, you should be feel good going anywhere. No fear. Because you know you're only going to allow so many things to happen before you. Hold on, deal breaker. You remember you said that last week? Don't feel right. And because it doesn't feel right, I'm going to go ahead and let you keep rocking that way. And I'm going to go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and do. Ain't no feelings on date two. You might have some feelings, but it ain't feelings. Infatuation, yes. You ain't falling in love, though. Not when somebody's doing all your deal breakers. And back to back, they're like, here, here's another deal breaker. Catch it. You keep catching them deal breakers and you go on date number five. That's a you problem. Think about it like this as I close. Because <laughs> I can do this all night, folks. Matter of fact, I do do that in the app when y'all sign up. But I'm going to give y'all a pass because it's Christmas. But y'all on the other side of this, y'all need to come and do that group coaching thing. We get it in. All the way in. Because I'm here to help. I'm here to heal. Let's, get, let's help each other. Think about it like this. And I do these metaphors on purpose. And these analogies on purpose if there's a lion at the zoo and he's behind a fence and you know that this lion has the potential to bite and you go and you open up the door on the fence and he rushes out and he bites the hell out of you, damn near kills you. Do you say, damn, that lion, that ferocious lion attacked me? Or was it that you let him out? You gave him an invitation to come and get you. It's not the lion's fault. What did Chris Chris Rock say? That, That tiger went crazy. That tiger went tiger. That's what tigers do. (laughs) don't be afraid of the tiger. Just don't open the gate. you control that. It's not a perfect recipe, but you got to start somewhere. And as long as you have those boundaries, your success rate will go up. I guarantee it. And if your success rate means... 10 guys come your way and you discard 10 men because they went across your boundaries and did deal breakers and did all of that, you win. Yeah, you're not in a relationship, but you win. Your heart wins. And guess what? You are now, after those 10 discards, are in a position to welcome in the person that's supposed to cross your path one day and you don't have all of those stains to block him or her That's how it works. And I'm going to tell you, I got a couple couple minutes, right? I'm going to tell you, right? The dude, your boy, married 10 years, right? When I met Alicia, we both were at a point where we cleaned the slate and we both was just chilling. Separately, like, and when I met her, the timing of me meeting her when she was like, I'm just I'm I don't really need anybody right now. I'm just I'm working on I'm chilling. I've I've cleared myself of all of that stuff. And I was at that same point where I had cleared that stuff and we met each other with no preconceived notions and we were prepared to receive each other. I need y'all to really catch that. There were no obstacles out here. You know how people are like, you must date multiple people at the same time, even if it's for six months. Who's dating five people at once for three, four, five months? Do you really know what you're looking for? Nobody said don't go on multiple dates to figure out who's the... W- I'm talking about sustaining these same people for that long. Maybe I'm a unicorn. There's no... There's. What are you doing? And if the person that's supposed to be with you is person number six, you got five things blocking your blessing. Because you don't want to let none of them go because they each one of them, they they do different things. And that equals the the, the guy you want. Come on. Stop. You keep chasing this unicorn of getting everything you want and you will be lonely. (laughs) I hate to sound like that other dude. But you will be lonely if you, if you, you'll be lonely for the rest of your life. If you chase this mythical, perfect unicorn, it doesn't happen in nature. Stop. Because we want what we want. Right. Got to be a certain height. Got to be this. Got to be that. And he's got to be, I did. I talked about this the other day, not on the podcast, but you can't have all of that Humans aren't built that way. I want a super alpha macho guy, but I want him to be sensitive and I need, need to be six foot and he's gotta make sure he, it it doesn't happen. <laughs> so please look inside and see where you are. And that will determine what you allow. I'm going to close with that. So on that note, guys, we're going to close out the podcast portion. Please visit relationshipgumbo.info so that you can get attached to the group coaching with a very small monthly fee. And you can come in and ask whatever the heck you want. I'm putting, I'm lending myself out there. That price ain't going to stay like that forever. But I want you guys to come in and then not hurt your pockets and still get the help, still get the healing. You can do it with people that are having similar problems, and it's a community and it's a family. We can help each other grow. Cause I'm tired of us living this detached. I'm a me, it's a me, me, me world. We gotta help each other through this stuff. That's my mission. Is to bring us together so that we can heal together, so that we can have better families, we can have better communities, and we can rock it out. Let's do that together. So visit the website, check it out. It's a bunch of stuff on there. And and just follow me everywhere because 2021, we gotta, we gotta do better. COVID and COVID and all. We gotta do better. We gotta progress. And we gotta try to do bigger and better things for ourselves, for our families, and everything that anything that touches you, it's, it's gotta feel it's gotta feel good. You allow that. Energy attracts like energy. What are you projecting? So until next week, because I'm still coming back like these hot, like these holiday times. I know people are like, you know, they're not broadcasting and doing stuff, but I'm not going to let y'all hang. I know y'all sitting at home doing whatever, wrapping gifts or whatever. Your boy still going to show up next Wednesday, New Year's, whatever. I don't care. I'm still coming. I'm still coming because this is more than just a broadcast for me. Y'all need to know that. So I'm going to um, see you guys next week, same time, same place. We're going to talk about 2021. We're going to talk about putting your personal development on your priority list so that you can do different things and be better and how to focus and how to plan out your healing. We're going to do that. So come back next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m., And I'm going to be right here and hopefully you guys will too. And I hope you have amazing rest of your week, holiday, whatever you celebrate, make it good. Be blessed. And I will talk to you next time. Have a great day.
0: Okay. Everybody wants good love. That's true. I know Derek Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cause better relationships need. Better ingredients, hey. So if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together. We all wanna make it better, yeah. Derek Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo.